Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome to The Secret to Everything. I am Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and we have such a delicious treat for you today. You guys should also always be able to tell when I'm hungry because I start using words like juicy and delicious. But our shows are always delicious, right, Miss Lori Wynn? Absolutely. This one's going to be a good one. I can feel it. Surprise! Uh, you guys love Lori, and you always ask me if she's going to be on, and here she is. See how that happens? You ask, we deliver, and we love to please you. We thank you so much for listening. So today, and we're not going to bring her on right now because I know once we get talking, we're just going to go deep, and we're going to go fast, and there's a lot to cover. But our guest today is the beautiful and amazing Miss Rose, or I should say Ms. Rosemary Ellen Guy Lee. And her website is visionaryliving.com. And she's a very, very prolific author. And I'm not going to use this word loosely, Lori. I don't even quite know what to call her because she's not a paranormal expert. She, like, represents <laughs> paranormal knowledge. Like, you can feel it as soon as you begin talking to her. She's just a super super experienced with all types of paranormal things. If this is a, was a call-in show, um, our lines would be absolutely jammed, and we may have to arrange that at another time. All that to say, we will be speaking about her newest and latest book, which is called Dream Messages from the Afterlife, Vo Visits from the Dead, and we will uh, ask her how to get a copy of that and all good things. But Lori and I got to read a sample, and it is super super deep and incredible. So uh, all this blather, blather, blather. Um, Lori, as you know, we are introducing, I say this about every class, but really since I've came back to the work three years ago, this is true. And you've been in a lot of my classes, Lori, so you can, you can say whether this is true or not. Every class is like, my the thing I'm getting now is like deeper and further in. So what we're doing right now is we're going to places I've never been released to talk about before. You guys have been begging for like years to talk about like dimensions and timelines and all those kind of like super woo-woo things, not just woo-woo things, but like super woo-woo things. So finally, I put it all together in Infinite Light and Sabine, and this is going to be such a great class. I know it's going to have other classes. So the first segment's called The Quickening. And um, our newsletter, I think, will be going out for the first time today. So if you guys don't get our newsletter, and Laurie, how often do I release a newsletter? Probably once a quarter, I think. It's not very often. So when you <laughs> read it, it's like they're so chocked full of things that you want to know that you've been wanting to ask. So the newsletter really kind of puts you up to date. And then you do energy updates as well, which is really cool because there's a lot of energy flowing right now in this month and um so yeah i like the newsletters when they come out because they don't come out very often 
I honestly, it's funny you said once a quarter because that's our intention. I honestly think it's been over six months, maybe even nine months. So when you guys say new, when you guys think mailing list, you're like, well, if you're like me, you think, ah, I don't want three three emails from you a day, or uh, you know, the big popular thing they tell you to send one a day. Send me one email a day and see what'll happen to you, Laura. You're not going to be yep. on. I'm not going to be on your mailing list very long. That is not a good strategy with me, but. I only release things when I really get excited when you know to tell you about something. So there is a little bit of an energy update video. How'd you know, Lori? And there's a beautiful free Lori, how long is that meditation? 45 minutes maybe? Oh my gosh, it's, yeah, it's beautiful. It's about 43, 45 minutes. And you do it like a process in the beginning, but then you have the beautiful music and it just it's it's magnificent, I can tell you. I I got a sneak peek. You not only got a sneak peek, but you ran yourself before my meditation, which has frequencies embedded in and after the meditation. And, you know, I do pay Lori the big, big bucks, right, Lori? But Lori's That's not lying. It, it worked, right? Your chakras aligned. It did. It was amazing because I was like, oh, let me just see if this, you know, what she has in this thing. And so I, I ran my um, aura before. And then I listened to the process and then I listened to it all the way through and I did 30 seconds of the tones and then my chakras were all aligned and I was a beautiful bright purple. So, so it was, it was nice. And I have, I have peace the whole day. That was the good part about it. Stay there you with go. <laughs> Sign up for the mailing list. Go to secrettoeverything.com and you too can have peace for a whole day. I love Lori. She gives me like great marketing ideas. So we're coming up on the break, Lori. I was going to do a process meditation. Um, maybe we'll sneak it in someplace else or maybe in our next show. But um, we are very excited to talk to um, Rosemary Ellen Guiley and to talk about her book, Dream Messages from the Afterlife, Voices from the Dead. And like I said, I am here with the amazing author, drummer, life coach, teacher. I don't even know everything you are, Lori. Extraordinary Lori Wynn. I am Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. This show is The Secret to Everything, sponsored by thesecrettoeverything.com. When we come back from the break, we're going to have some juicy, juicy conversation. Thanks so much for listening. CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Founder, President, 
of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good To Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. You are listening to The Secret to Everything. This is Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and I am here with my cohort and co-host, Lori Wynn, welcome back to the Hi. show, Lori. Hi, really glad <laughs> to be here. I'm I'm really anxious to get started on this discussion because I know it's going to be juicy. You know, it's funny because I was just looking at my little dog uh, who is sleeping by me, and I was uh, thinking um, this must be really boring because he's snoring. So I think that's what you're saying, too. You're saying, will you please be quiet and bring on our amazing guest? And so we will welcome at this point Rosemary Ellen Guiley to The Secret to Everything. Thank you so much for being on. Hi, Kimberly and Laurie. I've been looking forward to the show. It's just great to be on. Oh, well, we're always, always I just love paranormal topics. And let me tell everyone a little bit about you, and then we'll kind of get your spit on you, which is always really helpful, of course. But (laughs) Rosemary is a leading expert. And like I said, I I think that's the wrong word. I've got to think of a word for you. I've got to think of the frequency word for you. But, But she's super knowledgeable in the paranormal, the metaphysical, and the spiritual field. And this blows me away. Laura, you know how much trouble I have writing, what, one book? And you had writing one book? Me too. (laughs) You guys, just lean back for this. Mind-blowing. 60, not six, six zero books. We're going to have to ask her secrets to that. Forget it. This is going to be all about how the heck do you find the time to write 60 books? That's crazy. So she researches the afterlife, spirit communications, dreams, entity. Ooh, I'll talk to her about this. Contact experiences, ETs, and hauntings. That's all. That's all she does. She's also a dream work facilitator since the early 1990s. She's a board member of the Academy for Spiritual Consciousness, a founding member of the Afterlife. I love that. Research and Education Institute and a former board member of the International Association for the Study of Dreams. Very, very respected in this field, you guys. Such an honor. She's with us today. Rosemary Heads, 
up and in her own independent publishing house called, funny enough, Visionary Living. And she has her own weekly radio show, Strange Dimensions. I just had to say it that way. On the KGRA digital network. Again, her website is www.visionaryliving.com. So I, I just have to ask you the burning question. Rosemary, 60 books, how? I get asked that question a lot, Kimberly, and the answer is I don't know and I don't want to know because it'll wreck <laughs> the magic. Um, but I, I'm prolific, and I probably have some past lives as a writer. I do believe in reincarnation, and I think I came out of the womb with a manuscript in mid-progress, and I haven't stopped since. Uh, but I love writing, and I love researching, and um, so it's a joy for me. I've, I've never, you know, knock on wood, had to struggle with writing. And um, if I didn't have to sleep and I could clone myself, you know, uh, I, I could write a whole lot more. Um, but um, I'll probably drop at the keyboard. That's my prediction, you know, manuscript coming in, manuscript going out. Mm, I love that. You know what I love about your writing, though? It, like, grips you. It's very living. Like, you just write in a very kind of intense, living way. And, and so, you, in other words, I think you're a very skilled writer. Um, you know, I guess if you, you know, anybody could sit down and write 60 books, but it doesn't mean they're quality and gripping. But I really like the way you write. And I strongly encourage you guys to Start on the library because at this point it is your library and, and get going because you know what I also love about you talk about prolific because you use that word you're so all-encompassing you know your latest book is about dreams but when we were reading your bio you've experienced and this isn't just something you researched right Rosemary take us back to when you were a child did you know you had abilities what are your abilities um how did that kind of evolve to you became this like internationally known expert in the paranormal well, i think when you're a kid you take a lot of things for granted you know you think mm -hmm. that everybody's like you or share similar things and it takes a while to realize uh, that uh, you have unusual abilities or skills and it was that way with me you know for example everybody has to write papers and reports and things in school and so, um, you know, it didn't occur to me until I was in uh, high school, I made the discovery that uh, I had an exceptional writing ability that was far better than average. And uh, I had psychic experiences when I was young. So did uh, my mother and my sister. Uh, here again, you think, oh, well, this is something that happens to everybody. And then the older you get, you realize it doesn't and that there are a lot of people who uh, not only don't experience it, but don't believe in it. And so as I got older, and uh, when I say older, I'm talking about junior high and high school here when I'm starting to, um, you know, realize that reality is a very uneven playing field. And that really piqued my curiosity about why. And uh, I love to read and research, and uh, I've always been fascinated by the unknown. And so these were all elements that got me going at uh, a very early age. My mom had a lot of precognitive dreams, and that's one of the reasons why I became uh, so focused on dreams uh, throughout my entire life. And um, I think uh, at this point I've done six or seven books on dreams. Uh, I, I consider them to be extremely important in um, our daily life and in our spiritual development. But another thing that I just want to mention uh, because you made a little reference to it about, you know, I'm kind of all over the map with topics. You know, I haven't written like 60 uh, ghost books or 60 <laughs> UFO books. They're, uh, they touch on a wide variety of paranormal and metaphysical topics. And I think this is a reflection of um, my early interest in things, you know, that I wanted to learn as much about everything that seemed to be related that I could. And all of these areas seem to be interconnected to me, which they are. Uh, and so from the get-go of my, my formal writing career, uh, I really resisted specializing in uh, one or two fields, even though uh, my editors urged me to do so. And um, because that was the conventional wisdom then, that if you wanted to build yourself as a name or a brand, you needed to focus on something rather narrow. And I've never been able to do that. Now that's quite an asset, and I see a lot more writers doing that because we realize, um, I think all of us are realizing, uh, anyone who's done paranormal or spiritual inquiry, that 
um, the web is big and it's very interconnected and it's very difficult to isolate one part of it. I have a question for you, Rosemary. What was your first book that you started writing on and I, that kind of launched the other, the other 59? Well, the, um, uh, when I started my writing career full-time in 1983, uh, I was doing a lot of fiction, and I had it in my head that I was going to be a hotshot paranormal fiction author. Mm. And um, I did publish some fiction. I have um, a number of novels out there under um, different pseudonyms. And one of my editors asked me to do nonfiction. Um, and so I thought, well, I'll take a little side trip into nonfiction, then I'll go back to fiction. And once I went into nonfiction, uh, I never went back uh, the other way. And I have a background as a journalist, so I guess that makes sense, to, you know, nonfiction. But anyway, um, to answer your question, my first nonfiction uh, book that really led to everything else was the Encyclopedia of Witches and Witchcraft, which came out in 1989. Wow. Now, before that, uh, let's see, oh, oh gosh, it might have been 88. Um, before that, um, as, as I uh, mentioned, I was doing action adventure, I was doing uh, paranormal romance, uh, I was doing horror fiction. Um, and articles, uh, lots of articles. And um, with that book, I had had some proposals that were turned down uh, by publishers, um, books that later came out. And, um, I, you know, I went the rounds in New York with one rejection after another on metaphysical and paranormal topics that were really of interest to me. And it wasn't until the whole market exploded open in the 1980s that um, mainstream publishers wanted these books. And then it was, how fast can you write it for us? Uh, and uh, so that really added a lot of momentum. After Witches and Witchcraft came Ghosts and Spirits. And from there I went into Reincarnation and the Tarot and Dreams and Intuition um, demons, witchcraft, or uh, magic and alchemy, uh, demons and demonology, um, vampires, werewolves, saints, um, spiritual development, mystical experiences, uh, afterlife communications, ET contact experiences, cryptids, and it just keeps going. Wow. I'm amazed. <laughs> I can't I can't even tell you how amazed I am that you're I know that like being a journalist gives you an inquisitive mind and then you're always researching so a lot of information comes in, so a lot of information comes out. Is that right? Well that's very true. And I've always been that way throughout my entire life. I've uh, you know, the curious Georgette, I guess. Um, where I wanted to know about things. I wanted to know the myst you know, the, the mystery and probe the mystery and uh, fascinated from an early age uh, about all of these mysterious psychic paranormal uh, related things. When I was um, uh, getting into adulthood, then I began my spiritual quest in earnest, which was really more uh, intended to be my personal path but the outgrowth of that is it, of course, spilled into my work and became part of my professional path as well. So, uh, so I work in the metaphysical field. I work in the paranormal field and ET contact. I do light and dark, uh, the good stuff and the bad stuff, you know, the demons, the negative hauntings, the djinn, um, ET abductions, because people have problems and they need information and, and help. So um, I think also that um, in order to be um, well-rounded and well-studied, uh, to be the true Renaissance man or woman in, in these fields, you have to know both sides of the fence, both sides of the coin, so to speak. And um, that, that's another um, uh, thing that uh, I'm seeing change because... Um, in the past, uh, people wanted to splash around with the angels and the good stuff, but not look under the carpet in the dark side. Mm -hmm. And you hobble yourself if you don't have knowledge about both sides, if you're going to be, you know, truly, um, truly informed, educated, and of help to other people. 
I really love that you said that. I just taught a class called The Magic of Intuition. And in that class, everybody says, how can I, you know, develop my intuition? And one of the keys, and Lori's heard me say this in other realms before, but I always say you have to be willing to see everything, you know, however your information comes in, to know everything, to hear everything. The places you're unwilling to hear, know, look, see are the places you're going to be literally bound, you know, in your powers, basically. And it's really, that's a really profound thing that you just said. It's really hard for people to wrap their mind around. Um, I have a number of psychic abilities as well. And one of mine is the ability, you know, I'm an empath and I can completely merge as a medical intuitive or just as an intuitive with any person on the entire planet. And people get traumatized when I say, don't think I haven't crawled around in the bodies of some uh, pretty evil people. Cause I'm telling you whether they were clients. Yes. I have evil clients. I'm sorry. <laughs> like you said, those are the people that need help, right? Rosemary, or whether it's, you know, somebody on the news, like you have to, you know, and I, I come from the frequency side. How do you discern the frequency, you know, of a sociopath if you've never felt or been introduced to the frequency of a sociopath? So, it's not dark for dark's sake. It's dark, as you kind of said, and I'm summarizing your words for knowledge's sake. So when we come back with the brilliant and amazing, talented Rosemary Ellen Guy Lee, uh, we will be talking more about her book. We haven't really even started uh, her book, Dream Messages from the Afterlife. Why is this important? I added that. Visits from the Dead, right here on The Secret to Everything with Lori Wynn and Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Mnemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Mnemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. 
Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Welcome back to The Secret to Everything. I am Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and I am here with Lori Wynn, and we are talking to the prolific Rosemary Ellen Guiley, and we are going to start talking about her latest book in a long string of books, but the latest one is called Dream Messages from the Afterlife Visits from the Dead, and I'm just going to read this, and then we're going to kind of dive in. So, this is her description, or maybe I'm not sure whose description, I assume it's hers, but between the cover of this book, you're going to find, what are you going to find? You may find true and inspiring accounts of dream visits from deceased loved ones, including pets. I love that. Big dog lover here. Descriptions of the unique characteristics and types of dream visits. I would never have thought there were different types of dream visits. Well, actually, maybe one or two, but whoa, I think there's more than that. How to benefit from dream visits from the dead deathbed visions and dream previews of the afterlife. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Premonitory dreams of death, near-death experiences, and out-of-body experiences, and instructions for ways to invite dream visits from the dead. That is a lot in one book, Miss Rosemary. I tend to have an encyclopedic approach to just about every topic I cover, okay. and I've done nine encyclopedias, so um, I think it's ingrained in me. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. Um, what in, you know, speaking about this book, because I know you've done other books you said on dreams, but what was your favorite part or what interested you most about writing about this topic? The fact that we can have genuine contact with the dead. And uh, this has been one of the things that has uh, fascinated people throughout history and has been the biggest mystery of all, the mystery of death and what what lies beyond and do we really survive death uh, so many um, philosophical things that have been written about it religious spiritual scientific um, a lot of very compelling evidence for survival after death even though science says well we still don't have proof and uh, near-death experiences are very convincing and yet they're near-death experiences they're not death experiences and uh, so from, you know, the, the dawn of human history, we have mourned our dead and we have wanted to reach out for reassurance and contact or to have some closure or uh, some sort of um, comfort knowing that they haven't just gone into oblivion. And one of the most powerful and common ways that we have that contact is through dreams, and that's been documented throughout human history. Well, I, I mentioned that I've had a lifelong interest in dreams stemming mm -hmm. from uh, my mother's precognitive dreams. And uh, so I started studying dreams, and um, the first meaningful, uh, I, I guess I would say the first dramatic contact with the dead that I had in dreams was after my father passed. And it was such a powerful experience that I really wanted to know if other people had had this kind of experience because it, it wasn't an ordinary dream that was symbolic. It was a real experience couched within the framework, within the state of consciousness of dreaming. And so that's what propelled me to do a lot of research. And uh, there is a considerable uh, amount of literature uh, out there in, in various forms, you know, in reports and anecdotal material, but it's never really been collected together in a good comprehensive book uh, to organize these dreams and, and define their characteristics and relate them to other kinds of dreaming and then 
you know, help people validate these things. These experiences are really part of our personal truths. And even though um, the, they're not going to convince any scientist of uh, something, of, of survival, or even of genuine contact, they become part of our personal truth that validates something for us, that becomes um, a very powerful inner experience, very meaningful experience. And uh, I'll tell you one thing about our experiences, that um, most of us, we really don't care whether science likes them or not, uh, if, <laughs> if we believe in them, and, and they transform us in some way, or they explain something to us. And um, at, at some point, I think uh, science will catch up with um, being able to um, measure or understand or document these extraordinary experiences that we have in consciousness. But um, right now there is that, um, that disparity. Yeah, I have to... Oh, oh go ahead, Lori. I was just going to ask you um, what types of different dreams... You said there are so many different types of dreams, but what are they? Can you share a few of them? Yes, they, they break down into uh, several categories, and the most common one is the reassurance dream, where someone who has passed over returns uh, to reassure someone that, A, um, I'm still here, B, I'm okay, and I'm happy, uh, and don't grieve for me. Those are uh, some of the, the primary messages. So that, that's the most common type of dream. Another type is the farewell, where someone makes an appearance uh, through dreams, or sometimes even in um, an actual visit, like a bedroom visit, uh, at or near their time of passing. And the purpose of that is I'm going goodbye. Uh, then we have um, unfinished business dreams, where something very significant to the dead person has not happened, um, or information is needed to make something happen, and often this pertains to estates and wills. Uh, and so the dead person comes back to uh, deliver key information uh, in order for, for closure to happen. Um, then there's life guidance, where um, the dead come back to the living at appropriate key times to provide something meaningful to them, uh, advice, a blessing, forgiveness, a warning, uh, and... Um, those dreams can happen uh, long after someone has died, uh, whereas the other dreams usually happen very soon after a person has passed over. And then there are dream visits that are tied into um, preparation for passing, and that might be uh, someone else in a family or close friend situation is coming uh, close to their time of transition, and so the returning dead can uh, alert others. It's very rare that we're told about our own transitions. Uh, the terminally ill, of course, people who know that they're dying, that's a different matter. But most of the rest of us, we don't want to know when, when we're going. And that information would be just psychologically uh, very upsetting to us. But visitation dreams could help us prepare concerning someone else. Um, deathbed visions are um, usually previews of the afterlife that people have when they are close to death, and they almost always occur to people who are terminally ill. And uh, then there are other kinds of uh, dreams that are previews of the afterlife. Uh, another category is proxy dreams, and this is a term I've coined because uh, the real recipient of the dream might not be able to get the dream for various reasons. And so a proxy or a substitute gets the dream message, gets the visit, uh, and they then become the messenger to relay it to the appropriate person. So those are the major breakdowns of types of um, dream visits from the dead. There's a lot yeah. of <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of them. Just to sum it up, we, wow, we could have <laughs> saved her a lot of time by just saying that. Um, Rosemary, I have to tell you, I've done hundreds of uh, radio shows on paranormal topics over the years. And um, the top, one of the top listened to shows is always when we talk about death, which is kind of shocking to me, and near-death experiences. Now, it probably doesn't surprise you, 
One of the abilities I have, marvelous ability, not, by the way, um, is I call it the ability, I'm sure you know about this, Rosemary, because I have already come to the conclusion that if I ever have a question, I know who I'm writing because Rosemary knows way more than I do. But uh, I have the ability to see what some people call, I call a death shadow around people, which in my case, unfortunately, has proven to be 100% accurate. Are you familiar with people, or maybe you can too, um, you know, to me, you know, that's a different energetic signature of uh, the soul getting ready to slip the body, if that makes sense. Um, yes, and that's um, a, a phenomenon that has been documented in the afterlife research, the dream literature, uh, um, even, even in the near-death experience literature. And for individuals such as yourself, how that death shadow or signature or cue or clue uh, manifests, it varies by individuals. And um, for example, um, in one of my angel books, I talk about a nurse um, who described uh, seeing, literally seeing what she called the angel of death. And uh, she said that she would be caring for like critically ill patients. And uh, sometimes she would see one of two angels. Uh, there was a bright angel who would stand at the head of the bed uh, that would indicate that no matter how, and to her, it was like, well, no matter how bad this patient is, that patient's going to recover. And then there was a darker angel that she called the angel of death who would stand usually at the foot of the bed. And uh, here again, it was like no matter what the prognosis was for the patient, uh, if they were expected to recover, once she saw that figure uh, at their bedside, she knew that they were going to pass. And... Um, Ambrose uh, Worrell uh, and um, his wife, oh golly, mm, her name's escaping me at the moment, but uh, famous psychics who did a lot of uh, research on the power of prayer, uh, Ambrose would see a number over somebody's head, and if the number was big, um, it meant that they had X number of months to live. Uh, if the number was small, it meant they had X number of days to live. And invariably, those uh, signs were right. Uh, other people see, uh, like, gray auras around people. Edgar Casey had uh, some experiences like that. And uh, so, uh, yes, it does happen to, uh, to people. Uh, I'm not sure how common it is. Yeah, I knew you would know a bunch of examples. I love that. I love any topic. I, I really appreciate, you know, the stories. People love to hear examples of that. And like you mentioned, um, well, I'm a big feeler, too. I, I receive information by feeling. So I always feel it. Uh, sometimes I see like a movie picture of that approaching time on the timeline. And um, I also see, like you said, that our is just not the right color. It's blackened. It's gray. It's It literally looks to me like the soul is draining from the body. It's preparing to leave the body. And um, really, really interesting to talk about all that kind of, like you said, near-death um, things. And, and I really, I, I don't look for it. You know, I stumble upon it, you know, sometimes in crowds or in my own uh, friends and family or people that I know. And I'm never never really thrilled to see it but we can talk about I'm sure we could have a very long discussion about like you said people um, maybe one of the things we can talk about when we get back from the break Rosemary is any stories or examples or things you know or people you've known that have experienced um, you mentioned I think in one of the dreams a preview possibly of life on the other side and how that came about and what that can tell us possibly about some of the things that may wait for all of us because I used to walk every day. I'm, I'm weird, you guys. <laughs> you already know that. But I used to walk every day with my girls through a massive, massive graveyard uh, where we lived in Columbus, Ohio. And and it's the great equalizer, isn't it, everyone? We all know the one thing we have in common is we are probably going to pass from this mortal body at some point in our lives. So when we come from, back from the break, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. You are here with Rosemary Ellen Guiley, Lori Wynn, and Dr. Kimberly McGeorge on The Secret to Everything. We'll be back.
Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. You are listening to The Secret to Everything, sponsored by SecretToEverything.com. I am here with Lori Wynn, and we are talking to 
the delightful and so knowledgeable. Can you honestly, you guys, can you imagine Lori going to dinner with Rosemary? Oh can you imagine that conversation? You are one of those fascinating people that everybody wants to sit by at the dinner table. You're like, what's, you're at the other end. You're like, what's Rosemary saying? I want to hear Rosemary. Shh, be quiet. It's so funny. But you before the break, you be there to the end of it till the uh, place closes. Yeah, Rosemary's like, I'm tired. Let me go to bed. And we're like, no, one more story. You're one of those, one of those treasures of, of everything. So I, I, lo I love it so much. But before the break, I was asking you if you happen to know, and since she knows everything, I know that she's going to have amazing <laughs> commentary on this. But what are your experiences or who have you talked to or shared in the book about kind of a preview of the other side? Uh, there are different perspectives on previews. They come in deathbed visions, in uh, lucid dreams, in proxy dreams, uh, and even in spiritual dreams. And, of course, dream messages from the afterlife. Uh, I've couched everything within the, the framework of dreams. And one of the most common previews is of a beautiful garden or park-like setting. Uh, I, it's so common that you could almost say it's, it's a universal symbol of the afterlife. Uh, I believe it is a transition place, however. And uh, people describe um, uh, flowers and trees and um, smells, sights, and sounds, colors that uh, are beyond the colors of the earth, and everything is incredibly exquisite. They may even hear a rather celestial singing um, uh, in the the atmosphere as well, and uh, Robert, uh, Robert Monroe, who was um, a veteran astral traveler in the dream state, uh, refers to this as the park, and um, uh, he said that uh, he encountered it quite a bit in his astral travels, and that he believed that it is a a way station in the afterlife. It's like the first point of transfer. And to me, that makes a great deal of sense, that uh, if we are making a significant transition, um, leaving the body and leaving, uh, uh, you know, the earthly life, um, it makes sense that we would have a, a, an orientation point and that it would be something that would be familiar to human beings, to all human beings, and would be restful and inviting and pleasant. Uh, and uh, so he literally named it the park, and um, uh, his descriptions of it were quite similar to what other people see as well. Uh, much, much less common, of course, are, are people who have uh, hellish kinds of experiences, um, and those seem to be tied into um, issues of guilt a lot, guilt or fear, uh, fear of dying. Uh, I do believe that there are unpleasant places in the afterlife because I think we have to compensate for our, our acts and that there is such a thing as karma. Um, but uh, I also believe that the afterlife is quite fluid and that it's not fixed. There's no eternal heaven, no eternal hell. There's no big judgment. Um, you're your own biggest judge. Uh, and I think we are held accountable in some way for, um, for what we do. And that we have to compensate for that. Uh, and we're compensated by reward and we're compensated by discipline and perhaps even some sort of uh, punishment that is um, a harder life maybe uh, on another go-round. And uh, uh, nonetheless, most people have these um, uh, previews of uh, the, at least the initial stage of the afterlife being a very, um, an, like an exotic uh, earthly paradise only uh, not of this world. Uh, the dead also described then moving on to other regions and locales, and Bob Monroe found this in his astral traveling as well, that um, once they go beyond this transition point where they are met usually by familiar figures like deceased loved ones and family, then uh, they get oriented to other aspects of the afterlife where thought instantly manifests um, an, an astral reality, and there seems to be serious work that begins for, uh, for the soul. 
Uh, some of them then make references to um, they are about to move on. Uh, they're going to more lighted regions, or they're not going to stay where they're at very long. They're going to move on, uh, indicating that there might be um, reaches of the afterlife that are literally beyond uh, earthly uh, comprehension, uh, and that um, uh, at some point, um, we, depending upon our circumstances, move into these other reaches, which could be uh, other states of being or existence or uh, preparing for incarnation and perhaps some other place besides Earth or preparing for incarnation maybe back on Earth. Um, but we can only guess at what the afterlife is really like. And um, what the dead have to say about it, I think, is, is quite interesting because it, it really doesn't conform to religion. Uh, yes, you have a few cases where uh, people say that, um, uh, you know, they expect to be met by Jesus or they have an NDE and Jesus is there or, you know, something like that. Um, but uh, the communications from people who don't come back, um, you know, that they are um, across the veil, support the spiritual concepts of religion but not the dogma of religion. And um, I think this is quite revealing and extraordinary. Hmm. I really love that you said that it, because uh, the dogma is the part of religion, which I don't even like that word, but that separates us, you know, and I think the spiritual concepts of that is what unite us. And unfortunately, we're so focused on uh, the dogma of religion. That was very well said. Thank you for saying that. So I cannot believe how unbelievably fast this hour goes. So Rosemary, I really hope you will come back with us another day and record another show and we can dig deeper into all these juicy paranormal topics. So I hope you'll be our guest again. But going out, why don't you tell everyone how they can get a hold of you, social media, your website, your book name, or your last couple book names, and how they can get a hold of your book. My main website is visionaryliving.com, and uh, I do have uh, a newsletter that I put out called Strange Dimensions. You can sign up for it on the site. Three Messages from the Afterlife, Visits from the Dead, will be out toward the end of April and will be available in hard print on Amazon and um, Ingram and an ebook format on Apple, Kobo, Nook, and uh, Kindle. Uh, I'm also on Facebook. Uh, I have three pages, the Strange Dimensions radio page. As in, that's my radio show on KGRA. Uh, I have a fan page and a personal page. I'm on Twitter um, inst and Instagram. And um, shortly I'm going to be debuting my YouTube channel. Uh, I have somebody working on that now, and that should be ready to launch in a couple of weeks. Whoa, you'd be awesome on YouTube. I can't believe you haven't forayed there before. I'm glad you're doing it now. That'll be amazing. Well, thank you so much for being our guest, uh, Rosemary. We really appreciate it, and we really appreciate all your wisdom and knowledge and that you're so willing to share it with the world. And thank you so much for just being you and bringing all your abilities wrapped up in many different packages expressed differently at all times. But uh, thank you for doing that. So hopefully we will see you back on The Secret to Everything soon. Absolutely. It's been a real pleasure. Oh, it's been ours. And so Lori, um, Lori's also written a book. You want to share your book, Lori? Sure. Um, my book is called Love Beats, Aligning Your Heart's Rhythm with Your Heart's Desire to Find Forever Love. And you can find that on Amazon and um, also on my website, lovebeatsenergy.com or lauriewin.com. And I just have to say, Lori's written a book. I've actually written two, Lori, so I can say that. <laughs> I'm, just giving, <laughs> I'm just giving her our time. Because if you guys are listening to the show, and if, you are, if you're just catching us now, this is a show you don't want to miss. Our, our guest has written very prolifically. And uh, I, I've got to get, she has to have a genie or something. I need, Lori, we need to like get her genie because I have like a million books in me that need to be written. And somehow Rosemary finds the time to do a radio show and go on TV shows. And she does a lot on social media and she can still, dang it. She can still find she, time to write 60 books. Lori, how does she do that? No, I wonder if she sleeps. That's what I was going to ask. Do you sleep? Oh, oh, wait, I know how she does it. She probably like automatic writes while she's dreaming, Lori. There you go. That's <laughs> uh, we're just giving. We, we greatly, 
respect and admire Rosary. And I love, and like I said, you've read some of her stuff. Isn't it awesome? Like, it's so well written. Like, oh, I, I just got to tell you, and, you know, I'm big in the, into the crypto community and I have a lot of friends in the crypto community, but oh my goodness, I think um, Rosemary needs to like give classes or something in paranormal or research writing or something, Lori, because some of these books, I get all excited. I'm like, oh, a shamanic view of Bigfoot. I'm like all excited. Lori, I'm drowning in the grammar and in the just, it's, they're just not well written. So I'm always really excited to read a paranormal author, but it's such a pleasure to read a well-written piece of anything, right? Don't you agree? Exactly. And what I liked about it is that there's so much wisdom in it. So that was what drew me. Oh, yeah. You can tell this isn't someone who just casually researched the topic. This is someone who's absolutely lived the topic for many years and has her own unique view and own ability. So we hope she'll come back on the show really soon. So wrapping up another amazing show, Lori, I'm going to put you on the spot. Who's who's up next? Do you know? Um, Rocky. It's about stress relief. Well, I was hoping you could pull some magic strings to get Rosemary back on before we interview Rocky. Oh, oh yeah, we can. We can definitely. Okay, so we'll work on that for you guys. We'll see if we can. We'll see if we can. Uh, maybe we'll talk to her genie that helps her write and uh, get Rosemary back on. But thank you so much for listening, Lori, and I love you. Uh, you're listening to Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and Lori Wynn on the Secret to Everything. 